Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger. I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart and Then Go Save the World. That book is going to be out in January 2019, but I didn't want to wait until that time to start talking to superheroes of love. And guess what? Here's the news. You are a superhero of love. And through talking to other superheroes like yourself, tapping into that little superhero inside of you, I'm hoping that you and I and all of us start feeling more and more like superheroes of love, meaning that we love and are loved more than ever before. So welcome. Let's get this party started. Welcome, superheroes. I have a very special podcast episode for you today. We are featuring my friend Jen Pasteloff, whose book on being human just came out a few weeks ago now. I had an interview with her in April before the book came out that you can go back and listen to if you haven't heard it yet, which is great. But I am featuring this because I was about to launch a book giveaway. I bought an extra copy of Jen's book, and I'm thinking of buying a few more extra copies as part of this giveaway. But I wanted to have a giveaway, and I want to encourage you to nominate either yourself or someone else who you think should get a copy of On Being Human and post your comments in social media. All over social media, I'm going to post this podcast and in the comments on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Quora, LinkedIn, wherever you find Superhero of Love, if you leave a comment telling me why you should get a free copy of On Being Human or a friend should get a copy of On Being Human. And then in one week, meaning on July 4th, Independence Day, I will I will announce the winner of the free book and or books. So using this as an excuse to also feature her amazing Love Forward Talk. So Jen gave the very last Love Forward Talk of the day at the Love Forward Talks event of, that we had in November of 2018. It was kind of the piece de resistance talk that, we, that she gave, and it was extraordinary. And in fact, I So I'm featuring the audio now, but in fact, I'm going to encourage you to click on the link in the podcast notes to go see the video also of this talk, especially the end of the talk, which is not audible. It is visual. So you're going to want to go over there for this magical moment. There was not a dry eye in the house for this magical moment. This is an incredible talk. I think you're going to really like it. I think it's going to encourage you to buy the book if you don't already have it or you're going to try try like heck to win one. But I encourage you to go buy it. It comes in Kindle, audiobook, and hardcover, and uh, you can find it wherever you buy your books. And speaking of books, if you haven't bought Superhero of Love, my book, please go out and buy it. And also, I'm desperate for people to review my book, especially on Amazon, if you get a chance. If you have read it and you liked it, please review it for me. Wherever you want to post a review would be great. But the topic of the day is Jen's book, and the full title is On Being Human, a memoir of waking up, living real, and listening hard. And so now I'm going to encourage you to listen hard to her Love Forward talk. And I'm going to say one little caveat here, or actually two little caveats. First little caveat is that Jen is a superhero of love, as you will hear in this talk, as you will hear when you read her book. She is an extraordinary human being who always goes above and beyond to live 
heart forward to live with love. And she has, she really kicked it out of the park on this day because she wasn't feeling well. She was battling a flu and she came and gave this talk anyway. So you're going to hear a little congestion in her voice. And that's what that's about. And also at the very top of her talk, you're going to hear her say, don't be an asshole.net because the MC introduced her and referenced her catchphrase that she always uses, which is such a superhero of love phrase, which is don't be an asshole. And she <laughs> says that she actually has that website, don't be an asshole.net. Anyway, so that's what that reference is. And that's what that congestion is. That is the evidence of a superhero of love. She really hit it out of the park with this talk, and I hope you enjoy it. So now listen hard to Jen Pasteloff. It's don'tbeanasshole.net. When I thought about telling the story about just one person who opened my heart, a ton of names came flooding in. Julia, Danielle, Crystal, Tara, Ashley, Melissa, Gina, Bonnie, Sarah, 13-year-old Peyton. But then I thought I should tell you why I'm grateful for all these women and 13-year-old Peyton. And I realized that I'd have to start at the beginning, but I don't have time for that up here. So I'd start at the beginning of why all these women and 13-year-old Peyton came into my life. 13-year-old Peyton, who said I was like as wise as Dumbledore, but it was totally weird because I'm not a man and I'm not old. (laughs) How they came into my life. They came into my life because of a little boy. My hearing aid just fell out. A little 10-pound baby boy named Alexander. Alexander's mommy, Julia, was a reader of my site, The Manifestation, and she'd follow me on social media for years. And she kept posting on Facebook that she needed to reach me and my mom. God bless her cold case, investigation, discovery, true crime obsession, (laughs) watching ass, saw the message on Facebook and let me know. And despite the fact that I was holding my brand new screaming baby, Charlie, in my arms, and despite the fact that I felt like I had nothing left to give to another human being, I reached out to her. And am I ever glad I did? Do you guys remember that movie, the Gwyneth Paltrow movie, Sliding Doors? I have an obsession with time travel and alternate universes. But you realize that things could have gone this way instead of that had you just chosen differently. She was writing me from a hospital in Norway. She was 40 weeks, six days pregnant, and her son's heart had stopped beating. Alexander's heart had stopped. She'd been following me and saw this community that I created on the internet, and she remembered the story of one of my best friends, Emily Rat Black, whose son Ronan died a few years ago of Tay-Sachs, and she wanted resources. She was desperate. So standing there with my arms still warm from holding my baby, I passed him to my husband. I felt guilty and angry and devastated, and I yearned for my own boys back in my arms, and I wanted to fly to Norway, and I wanted to build a beloved time machine, and I wanted to go back and induce the baby. And I panicked, and I felt like an ache like I'd never felt before. It felt like an ache, like I was dying. And I wondered why some people have such profound loss in their lives, why some periods people have to experience such pain in their lives. I felt like I was slipping out of my body. And the answer to why some of us have so much pain is a non-answer. There is no answer or platitude. 
So everything does not happen for a reason. If you were going to use that one on me, <laughs> F off. <laughs> I'm so tired of people throwing things out there when someone is experiencing grief. Let them feel it. Let them feel it. There's no reason my friend's baby died. There's no reason Alexander's heart stopped. There's no reason my father died at 38. Yes, you can find the gifts and things. Maybe. Yes, maybe you can look back and see where you learned something about yourself or the world or how that terrible thing opened you up or not. What was the answer for Julia? There was no answer. I slipped out of my body, I slithered onto the floor, and I wanted to hide there and pretend that Julia wasn't emailing me because it all felt like too much, too much pain, too much loss. I had a new baby, it was too much, too much to even imagine this. But I only stayed there for a breath before I came back into my body and I bared witness and I wouldn't look away because in my workshops I encourage people to be unflinching, to not look away, to bear witness. There's power in connection. And I had seen that before, but this was a whole other level to me. How this ripple effect could occur and how we could help each other even in the darkest nights of the soul, even the death of a child. Could I make it go away? No. But I could stand with her in her pain. I could listen. I could offer support. I could refuse to say shitty platitudes or tell her that her son was in a better place. I could connect her with other women. So I did. There were hundreds of comments on my Facebook and my Instagram of women who had been through a loss like she had lost. I'd never seen anything like it. She was in Norway. It was July. I suggested she come to my retreat at the end of September in Italy. As she slept in Norway, I posted on Facebook, I want to raise money to get Julia to Italy. People had seen her story. They were following along. Norway is nine hours ahead from Los Angeles. When she woke up in the morning, $3,000 had been raised. And she came to Italy, and she was able to have a private room. She came, and she held my baby, who would have been the same age as Alexander. And she laughed, and she cried, and she drank wine, and she connected, and she did yoga, and she got healings, and she made pizza, and she did everything that I wanted her to do. And while we were having dinner one night, we decided to come up with this scholarship fund, and I asked her if I could call it the Alexander Fund in honor of her baby. And when I got back, I got the first donation. It was $500 from her. She wanted to pay it forward. She wanted to love forward, as it were. Since then, I provided many women, and one 13-year-old named Peyton, who I hope is watching this. Peyton lost her brother and her father within two years. She came to Italy last month. I provided them with Alexander scholarships. And to watch as these women comfort each other, these women who've lost children in car crashes, who've lost five-year-olds, who've lost spouses as they were delivering babies, to watch them comfort one another. It reminded me as my friend and my favorite poet, Naomi Shehab Nye says in a poem called Gate 4A, please Google it. And I looked around and thought, this is the world I want to live in, the shared world. Not all is lost. The names I listed at the beginning, they all had a story. And they all shared their story with me because of baby Alexander. When I said I wanted to start at the beginning, what I meant was I wanted to start with love. Each of their stories started with love, and I won't say ended because none of their stories ended, and they never will. 
Because of Alexander, I started this scholarship that gives room for grief, that gives a place for people to share their losses, that still allows them to move forward, to love forward. But it doesn't mean they get over anything, because no one ever gets over anything. We just learn how to put one foot in front of the other. We just keep love, keep loving, keep listening, keep sharing our stories. If you tell me your story, I promise I will not look away. Even though I am deaf without my hearing aids, I will listen fiercely, even if I have to sit in your lap to read your lips. (laughs) Because what I've found, the gift in bearing witness, is that my heart has grown seven sizes. As Crystal, one of the Alexander Fund recipients who lost two sons last Thanksgiving. As she said to me, Jen draws out our pain and makes it her own, and then she releases it. But we actually all have this ability to listen, to be fully present, to bear witness. I promise that if you look for the beauty, even in the pain, even in what feels like the deepest pile of shit, there will be some. Sometimes it takes a little boy's heart to stop beating to bring your own heart back to life, but I swear, if you let your heart expand from listening, you will be better for it, and you can release it. You can listen and hold someone, understand it, and then release it. I can do it, you can do it, we all can do it. That truly makes me feel like I'm doing my work, and that work is love. So yes, I'm thankful to Julia, Danielle, Crystal, Tara, Ashley, Melissa, Jean, and Bonnie, Sarah, 13-year-old Peyton, and baby Alexander for showing me this is my work, for helping my heart. Because when I get to the end of my life and I ask one final, what have I done? Let my answer be, I have done love. And in the audience today is my friend Deanne Barker, who's teaching me sign language. I'm just starting to learn And um, I'm probably going to get it wrong, but that's okay because it's coming from my heart, so there is no doing it wrong. But two things I always say that I hope are the message of this is, I got you, and I have done love. So, I I got you, I have done love. Thank you. Thank you, Jen Pasala, for that amazing Love Forward talk. Everybody, don't forget to go over to YouTube, to the Superhero of Love YouTube channel. The link is in the podcast notes. Go see the end of that talk at the very least for the most beautiful, there wasn't a dry eye in the house moment. And if you like this podcast, please go subscribe to it, rate and review it. And of course, don't forget to enter your comments to see if you win a free copy of Jen's book. And for those of you that just want to run out and buy it right now, go buy it. It comes in all different forms. She even read her Audible book herself, which is so cool. Go get on being human now. Thanks for coming, superheroes. Have a great day.